and welcome to the Brothers Grimm Lunch Break. I'm Eric Wagoner. Today, I'll be reading Little Red Cap. Once upon a time, there was a sweet little maiden. Whoever laid eyes upon her could not help but love her. But it was her grandmother who loved her most. She could never give the child enough. One time, she made her a present, a small red velvet cap. And since it was so becoming, and the maiden insisted on always wearing it, she was called Little Red Cap. One day her mother said to her, Come, Little Red Cap, let take this piece of cake and bottle of wine and bring them to your grandmother. She's sick and weak, and this will strengthen her. Get an early start before it becomes hot, and when you're out in the woods, be nice and good and don't stray away from the path. Otherwise you'll fall and break the glass, and your grandmother will get nothing. And when you enter her room, don't forget to say good morning, and don't go peeping in all the corners. I'll do just as you say, little red cap promised her mother. Well, the grandmother lived out in the forest, half an hour away from the village, and as soon as little red cap entered the forest, she encountered the wolf. However, little red cap did not know what a wicked sort of animal he was, and was not afraid of him. Good day, little red cap, he said. Thank you kindly, wolf. Where are you going so early, little red cap? To grandmother's. What are you carrying under your apron? Cake and wine. My grandmother's sick and weak, and yesterday we baked this so it will help her get well. Where does your grandmother live, little red cap? Another quarter of an hour from here in the forest. Her house is under the three big oak trees. You can tell it by the hazel bushes, said little red cap. The wolf thought to himself, This tender young thing is a juicy morsel. She'll taste even better than the old woman. You've got to be real crafty if you want to catch them both. Then he walked next to Little Red Cap, and after a while he said, Little Red Cap, just look at the beautiful flowers that are growing all around you. Why don't you look around? I believe you haven't even noticed how lovely the birds are singing. You march along as if you were going straight to school. And yet it's so delightful out here in the woods. Little Red Cap looked around and saw the rays of the sun were dancing through the trees back and forth, and how the woods were full of beautiful flowers. So she thought to herself, If I bring Grandmother a bunch of fresh flowers, she'd certainly like that. It's still early, and I'll arrive on time. So she ran off the path and plunged into the woods to look for flowers. And each time she plucked one, she thought she saw an even prettier flower and ran after it, going deeper and deeper into the forest. But the wolf went straight to the grandmother's house and knocked at the door. Who's out there? Little red cap, I've brought you some cake and wine. Open up. Just lift the latch, the grandmother called. I'm too weak and can't get up. The wolf lifted the latch and the door sprang open. Then he went straight to the grandmother's bed without saying a word and gobbled her up. Next, he put on her clothes and her nightcap, lay down in her bed, and drew the curtains. Meanwhile, Little Red Cap had been running around and looking for flowers, and only when she had as many as she could carry did she remember her grandmother and continue on the way to her house again. She was puzzled when she found the door open, and as she entered the room, it seemed so strange inside that she thought, Oh, my God, how frightened I feel today, and usually I like to be at Grandmother's. She called out, Good morning, but she received no answer. Next, she went to the bed and drew back the curtains. There lay her grandmother with her cap pulled down over her face, 
giving her a strange appearance. Oh, grandmother, what big ears you have! The better to hear you with. Oh, grandmother, what big hands you have! The better to grab you with. Oh, grandmother, what a terribly big mouth you have! The better to eat you with. No sooner did the wolf say that than he jumped out of bed and gobbled up poor little red cap. After the wolf had satisfied his desires, he lay down in bed again, fell asleep, and began to snore very loudly. The huntsman happened to be passing by the house and thought to himself, The way the old woman's snoring, you'd better see if anything's wrong. He went into the room, and when he came to the bed, he saw the wolf lying in it. So I found you at last, you old sinner, said the huntsman. I've been looking for you for a long time. He took aim with his gun, and then it occurred to him that the wolf could have eaten the grandmother, and that she could still be saved. So he did not shoot, but took some scissors and started cutting open the sleeping wolf's belly. After he made a couple of cuts, he saw the little red cap shining forth, and after he made a few more cuts, the girl jumped out and exclaimed, Oh, how frightened I was! It was so dark in the wolf's body! Soon the grandmother came out. She was alive, but could hardly breathe. Little Red Cap quickly fetched some large stones, and they filled the wolf's body with them. When he awoke and tried to run away, the stones were too heavy, so he fell down at once and died. All three were quite delighted. The huntsman skinned the fur from the wolf and went home with it. The grandmother ate the cake and drank the wine that Little Red Cap had brought, and soon she regained her health. Meanwhile, Little Red Cap thought to herself, Never again will you stray from the path by yourself and go into the forest when your mother has forbidden it. There was also another tale about how Little Red Cap returned to her grandmother one day to bring some baked goods. Another wolf spoke to her and tried to entice her to leave the path, but this time Little Red Cap was on her guard. She went straight ahead and told her grandmother that she had seen the wolf, that he had wished her good day, but that he had such a mean look in his eyes that he would have eaten me up if we hadn't been on the open road. Come, said the grandmother, we'll lock the door so he can't get in. Soon after, the wolf knocked and cried out, Open up, grandmother, it's Little Red Cap, and I've brought you some baked goods. But they kept quiet and did not open the door. So Greyhead circled the house several times and finally jumped on the roof. He wanted to wait till evening when Little Red Cap would go home. He intended to sneak after her and eat her up in the darkness. But the grandmother realized what he had in mind. In front of the house was a big stone trough, and she said to the child, Fetch the bucket, Little Red Cap. I cooked sausages yesterday. Get the water they were boiled in and pour it into the trough. Little Red Cap kept carrying the water until she had filled the big, big trough. Then the smell of sausages reached the nose of the wolf. He sniffed and looked down. Finally, he stretched his neck so far that he could no longer keep his balance on the roof. He began to slip and fell right into the big trough and drowned. Then Little Red Cap went merrily on her way home, and no one harmed her. The End the Brothers Grim Lunch Break is released under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives license. Download it and share it all you'd like, but don't change it or sell it. The translations used are copyright Jack Zipes and are used with permission. His collected translations, The Complete Fairy Tales of the Brothers Grimm, is available on the media of your choice from Bantam Books. 
The music is Mount Timbrel by Jamie Janover off his All Strings Considered album, available on magnatune.com. If you'd like to listen to any of the other tales, you can find them on our website, www.grimlunch.org, where you can also leave comments or subscribe through iTunes. Thank you for listening. Thank you.